Hey, this is Hartley Jarrett, and you're listening to the Saucer Tribe Podcast with Johnny Chabasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Oh, man. We are almost to the halfway point. Actually, I think we're past the halfway point. I don't know. An 18-game season, 17-game seasons, 18-week, 17-year, everything in between. What about your bye weeks? What about your quarterback? What about Aaron Rodgers? What about Odell Beckham? It doesn't matter. There's only one thing that matters. Because it's Thursday, and it's about to be football weekend. And that can only mean one thing. Had a football. Yeah, that's right, everybody. The fantasy football parodies back for week whatever it is, eight, nine, by week hell. Is your team on the outs? Is your team on the ins? You have a new quarterback that nobody ever heard of that's leading you to the promised land. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I think most of you are about 500 because that's what happens most of the time. But those days are over with because there's 14 games this week. And there's only one place to hear about them all. We're better than those talking heads on TV, and we're a whole lot better looking sometimes. And nobody does football minutes like Johnny Kielbasa. So let's get right into a football minute. What do you say? Week 8, the NFL playoff ranking week in college. Everybody's sick week in America. America's team, the Cleveland Browns, are in more dire straits than a Mark Knopfler cover band. Super Bowl chants are hardly ever 4-4 four and four at the halfway point of the season. Oh, wait, eight weeks isn't exactly halfway through the season. It's 47% of the way through the season. That doesn't sound right. Neither just 17-game records. I mean, 16-game records used to have an identity. 8-8, eight and 12-4, eight, 4-12. and four, four and 12. You knew what all those meant. Now it's impossible to be a 500 team. If you're a 500 team, you're either a 4 70 team or you're a 529 team. Can you imagine these talking heads on TV saying they're not a playoff team, they're a 470 team. That just doesn't sound right. Anyway, COVID's still out there and Aaron Rodgers just ruined both of my fantasy teams. Get vaccinated, assholes. The Chiefs aren't that good. The Bengals aren't that good. The Steelers aren't that bad. The Jets aren't that bad. The Titans are toast. Who's that hilltopper? Michael White. The Saints aren't that concerned about who plays QB. The Falcons are a distant third to the Braves and the Bulldogs. Injuries are decimating. Rosters, the weather's starting to suck. And there's all Already Christmas shit on the shelves. Calgon, take me away. <laughs> yeah, there's your football minute. Everybody else who does the football minute can suck it because they don't do it like we do it around here on Fantasy Football Ferocity. I'm Johnny Kobasa, Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. And oh, yeah, you might hear me talking about stuff on a big radio station somewhere in America. <laughs> But Matt, and wherever I go, that stuff turns to gold because the show that I'm on is number one in its time slot because of me. You know it's because of me. <laughs> oh, happy football season, everybody. It's starting to get crappy out there. The sun's low in the sky, and we need someone to come from the distance. To tell us what the hell is going on with our fantasy team. If we only had a commissioner that you was ubiquitous and omniscient 
through all the fantasy football leagues around America. Whether you're PPR, we don't give a fuck about PPR. You should be non-PPR and a non-keeper, and you shouldn't have 400 quarterbacks starting at the same times and flex whatever, non-flex whatever. Over, under, and everything in between. We got him here because he's the best in the business, too, because we're being superlative all of a sudden. There's one guy for the job. He's America's commissioner. Mishy. What's going on, man? Superlatives. Is that the word that came out of your mouth, Mr. Kibasa? Superlatives. S-U-P-R-latives. Yes, sir. Calgon, take me away. Heck no. Roger Goodell, take yourself away. Yes, please. And, and for every fantasy football player who's listening, and for everyone who loves someone who's listening along with them, does your league have enough IR spots for COVID in this season 2021, this 18-game season, whatever it is, like you said? Did your commissioner expect this? I'm raising my hand because I'm ready. Roger Goodell didn't expect this. If you're... If you're running a league, people, and you're not happy with your um, season, look at the commissioner, or if you're playing in the league, look at the commissioner and say, Mishy, you got to go talk to Mishy because I'm going to run a, a class this summer on how to be a commissioner. I don't want people to be me. I want people to be their best them. And the people in their league having a good time. There is so much going on in week nine, Mr. Kilbasa. You touched on uh, Odell Beckham Jr. You touched on Aaron Rodgers. And and I can only add, it's going to be a great week nine. There's bye weeks. There's winning fantasy football ahead. If you go to the sports book, there's touchdown makers. There's things to play. Ah, bang a gong. Get it on. What do you think, Mr. Kibasa? What's going on with you? How are you? How is your fantasy football team I'm, coming out of week eight? I'm a tale of two cities. I'm a sale of two titties because Aaron Rodgers was my guy. I was all in on Aaron Rodgers, and now he's COVID. I mean, I knew there was a bye week coming anyway. I knew there was a possibility of injury, but oh, to do it like this. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Well, so I went out to the, the, the waiver wire, and luckily, you know, there's still quarterbacks out there. I picked up Aaron. Uh, I picked up Matt Ryan, and he seems to not be as popular as all these other guys flying off the waiver wire, like both quarterbacks from New Orleans, or who's the other yes. guy? Uh, the guy that nobody has. Um, that, that guy from New York starting to get a little Mike popular. White. Michael White, the mayor. <laughs> The mayor of Cleveland, who saved the Cleveland Browns, people. Google it, look it up, live it, love it. Please continue. I'm sorry. No, man. There's nothing to continue. It's it's. This is the time. This is where the real fantasy football pros get separated from the chaff of the pretenders, Michigan. That's why you're here. So yeah, that's it. I'm uh, I'm not. What I do is not panic. Keep my head on a swivel and do what I got to do. See, they, they call that adjustments. In my fantasy teams, I'm in first place. I play in two leagues, all right? I won both games last week. Lost Derrick Henry in a league that I was tearing up, in our league. And it is it is that time where, uh, you know, oh, my goodness, Derrick Henry. I don't have the best, you know, Imagine IMVP if you had, had Aaron Rodgers and Derrick Henry. You were flying high well, two weeks ago, just, and now you're not. 
just imagine you had, you know, you drafted Shaquan and uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I got cool. I got eight solid weeks in first place out of Derrick Henry. And I can say, oh, me, oh, my. But I'm not. I'm saying I'm in first place. Derrick Henry, thank you. Team MVP, first half of the year, thank you. But now it's time to adjust and move forward. Everyone has to. And uh, there'll be some tough cuts this week if your commissioner doesn't have three spots or more on the uh, injured reserve because COVID is making a return. You preface that. And there are some injured players who should come back are not coming back yet. Um, There are players who should be coming back. And, yes, they will be coming back. It's going to be great. It's going to be such a great week nine. America, get your crayons out. Get ready because we're going three minutes at a time and we're going to help you win your fantasy football games in week nine and moving forward. What do you think, Mr. Kabasa? Can I bang a gong? Can we get it on? Bang away. The gong of justice, the gong of freedom, the gong of waiver wire, independence, whatever you want to call it. There's Mishy bringing it. And Mishy's stretching out. His hamstrings are never going to tear because he knows how to stretch. His quads are never going to tear because he knows how to stretch. His calves might tear because they're so big. They're much bigger than uh, they should be for a man his size. But that's because he jumps through the the ceiling every day. Get those weights around your waist. Get a spare tire around your waist and just jump. Jump on big boxes. Jump up the stairs. And that's how you get big calves. And (laughs) I, uh, I moved up the size in the boxes. Mr. Kabasa, mm-hmm. I'm at four feet again. Haven't been there. So haven't been there since my mid late twenties. Con- congratulations! Explosive, explosive. I'm back to buying two extra sizes in the in the waist just to get them over the quads. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, that was the story of my life, man. Had to wear the huskies. Why? Because of the thighs. That's where it was. The thighs were always tree trunks whether you wanted them there or not. And then when you started getting in the squat rack, they got even bigger. But these days I'm concentrating on reduction as opposed to induction. So yoga and uh, hit workouts will do that. But I still got the trunks down below, ladies. Come on. You know, easy now. This is a fantasy football program. The dating profile is on the next page. Mr. Kilbasa, there are some overtrained athletes. There are some undertrained athletes. I want to start right here with Odell Beckham Jr. being asked to leave the Cleveland Brown training facility because you're a jerk off. Now, Odell Beckham at five foot nine, close to 200 pounds, has played seven games in the last two years. Why? Because he's five foot nine young man, 29 years old, who should weigh about a buck 75 Carrying that extra 20 pounds in his legs to make him a professional football player ruined his made his career and ruined his career because his body wasn't built to carry that weight. And you lost your biggest headache in Odell Beckham Jr. Addition by subtraction, the Cleveland Browns should have never lost that game last week. 
and and you're done with Cleveland Brown rehab. And I want to talk about the National Football League. Well, nine. I mean, I I'm not gonna jump on the bandwagon of shitting all over OBJ. I love that what when I he did? came here. I'm rooting for him. I've been rooting for him. I'm still rooting for him, man. I understand that the dude's hurt and he wants to play through some injuries. And when you're a wide receiver, it doesn't matter how good you are. You're still just a you know you're just waiting for the quarterback to throw you the ball. And then if you have a quarterback that's hurt and he's not right on the money, sometimes he's going to miss you. So uh, I think it's not just OBJ being a diva. So his dad posted a video. So what? It gave these talking heads something to talk about. But OBJ, I just want you to know, man, that you can be a Cleveland Brown as long as you want. And if you is, end up leaving, is he welcome into the sausage hut next week? He's always welcome into the sausage hut. Always, man. Him and Jarvis Landry or Javoris Laundry, as you like to call him. All those guys can come in because I'm Browns. I'm Browns whether I like it or not, unfortunately. And we've got some growing up to do real fast. And Kevin Stefanski, I think, has really got to circle the wagons for himself and his coaching staff. And we got to take a look. And we got, I mean, if we got to help, we got to, now we got to, instead of thinking about making the Super Bowl, we got to make sure we make the freaking playoffs. But. One game at a time oh, in Cleveland right now. One game at a time in the NFL. Every game is a playoff game. Just like us in fantasy football, Mr. Cabasa. Every game is a playoff game. You can, If you're in your fantasy league right now and you are a game under 500 in our league, you're, you're looking up Mount Everest. Period. And in the National Football League, there's a little bit more leeway. But not much more. So, Cleveland, we understand your dilemma. You could be the Jets. Yeah, Missy, in our league, I'm three and five, and I'm like, I'm about ready to, you know, work make for a, a draft pick. It's either make a no, move I'm... or work for a draft pick, man. I got, I'm, I'm, I've had some tough losses, and now my quarterback's done. So, hey, but I'm going to circle the wagons, and I'm going to bring everybody down to my level, and I'm going to go down swinging in the mud, in the blood, and the beer, as they say. It's perfect. You are a mudder. M-U-D-D-A. Mudder. Mudder. You play Johnny Kielbasa, expect uh, the lowest scoring game of the year, and expect to lose. You got them right where you want them, Mr. Kielbasa. You said it right, man, because my mudder was a mudder, your mudder was a mudder, and all these mudders the are going down in the mud with the mudders. Yes, don't mess with Kielbasa in the mud. That's a lesson, America. And... Uh, and it's a lesson I learned Unless you want to way a few times. <laughs> I get phone calls from people in my league, America, in our league. They say, I got kielbasa this weekend. What's going to happen? I say, bring the mud shoes. Wear white because it looks really good after a game in the mud. You, you know, you look like you did something with your life or at least with your Sunday. And and be be prepared. Be prepared. Bring towels because you're going to need to, you know, rinse your hands and the football's off. It's going to be a mess. And uh, be prepared for someone to get dirty in the mud. That's Johnny Kilbasa. Speaking of getting dirty, let's get dirty and go into the lightning round where we go three minutes for every game at the National Football League for week nine this Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. It's going to be a fun one. We've already had a rash of injuries. There's going to be a lot more injuries before this is said and done. Speaking of injuries and speaking of rising up, we're starting Thursday night 
where look out the one game winning streak for the New York football Jets the riding high into Indianapolis looking for a third win with this new kid from Western Kentucky Hilltoppers Michigan let's start off our three minute sojourn through the Thursday night matchup with your New York Jets at the Colts three minutes start now uh, Mr. Kabasa, the Jets are a two-win team. They shocked the world. Uh, they shocked. Uh, they put the Cincinnati Bengals in their place. Thank you for that. Mike White. Mike White stepped in through for 400 yards, and in his who basically Mike White who? 400 yards from Western Kentucky. His uniform is going to be on display in the Hall of Fame for the end of the season. From now to the end of the season, being the first guy in the 21st century to start his first game with 400 yards passing. Wow. Let that soak in, J-E-T-S, Jets. The Halloween costume at the Jet game was a happy face with the big comeback. And this is twice now that the Jets have beaten pretty good teams who took them lightly. Moving into Indianapolis this week, the Colts gave one away last week, as we all know. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas found the end zone, as you heard here. Pittman had a great game. Um, Those are your two starters. You're not trusting Carson Wentz. You're not trusting a kicker. The the defense, if you're hurting Mr. Cabasa, as your team is, you described, you have to make sure you have a top defense. Stream them. Stream them now. Make sure your kicker is up to snuff. Harrison Butker is on my bench now because he's like the 15th leading scorer in fantasy football. Someone had made a mistake and dropped Zerline. I picked him up. I'm going to play him for a week. We're going to score more points at kicker. That's what you have to do. You have to get in a position to start being smart with your defenses, picking up five, six, seven, eight points here and there. In this game, I would start the Colts' defense against the Jets. The Jets are in big trouble in this game. One, they're on the road. Two, it's still a kid making his second um, professional start. And three, they got some injuries. Um, You're not starting and picking up Mike White for Thursday night football. Why not? Unless you are – because you have to be so desperate. And if you do, good luck to you. Michael Carter has been a revelation, the rookie running back. Four straight games with a, either 100 yards on the ground or a touchdown. I have Derrick Henry problems, and I picked up Michael Carter this week. Um, the Corey Davis phenomenon that I keep thinking is going to happen is not going to happen. Mm. Cody was a touchdown maker last week. He didn't even play. He's not playing Thursday. Elijah Moore, America, if you're looking for another rookie running back, or excuse me, wide receiver, to say, hey, you know, I need some love. Robert Woods is scoring a touchdown, but I'm not getting enough from him. Uh, Mr. Mister Moore is another rookie on the Jets. Michael Carter is a rookie. I picked him up. Elijah Moore's a rookie. I picked him up. Uh, Mike White's been in the league three or four years. No chance of picking him up. Touchdown maker Carter, yes. Touchdown maker Moore, yes. Indianapolis, touchdown maker at the running back, the wide receiver, Yes. Last week, I used said my favorite hyphenated tight end, Moali Cox. No, Jack Doyle got the touchdown. Oh. This week, it's going back to Moali Cox. I'll take the Jets in the 10 and a half. Give me, I don't care about the over-under. I don't care. I think that uh, the Jets will keep it competitive because the Colts will win this game. 
But uh, um, give me the Jets and the points. Give me the touchdown makers we called out. Uh, and get me out of Indianapolis. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Are you uh... – uh, who do you, so you're going to say the Indiana? Are you going to take? What about the? Uh, will you take the Jets plus ten and a half? I take the yes. Jets plus ten and a half all day. Yes, I would. I would. It'll be close enough. The Jets defense will rally enough. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is will put on a show. Pittman will put on a show. Carson Wentz will be average, and that will be the balancing act um, that'll keep it below ten and a half points. Mike White's not going to turn the ball over. You know, I'm rooting for the Jets. Believe me, I may just decide to be crazy with my Michael Henry scenario and put the rookie running back from the Jets in to go along with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, get my full dose of Thursday night football with both running backs. America, raise your hand every time you've done that and got screwed. All right, I'm raising both hands. So I'm going to, I might do it anyway and uh, just enjoy this weekend the National Football League. Where are we going next, Mr. Kabbas? We're going straight from your side of town over to my side of town where the Cleveland Browns are heading south on I-71 through Columbus. And the most boring drive in America is that stretch of I-71 between Columbus and Cincinnati, Kentucky. They're going to go almost to the river. They might as well be going across the river because we've got a big AFC North clash. The Browns might be in last place, but they're only two games out. And if they win this game against Cincinnati, they're both going to have the same record. So, Michy, oh, boy, talk about must-wins. The Cleveland Browns versus the Kentucky Bengals. Let's talk about it for three minutes, starting now. This is therapy for you, is it not, Mr. Kilbasa? It's torture. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's healthy enough to play. He's going to play. Um, Nick Chubb is a must-start, as we said. The Ernest Biner Johnson had four carries next to nothing and a touchdown, though. And it's the Nick Chubb show. I would not start uh, Mr. Johnson in this game. As we said, Odell Beckham was. I've sent got him home. started in two of my leagues, Mishy. What the fuck? He he, he does, He's not going to touch the ball unless something happens to Nick Chubb. You don't think um, they'll get the Kareem Hunt carries near the goal line? It, it, it didn't last week. It didn't last week. It's this is the Nick Chubb show. It's, of course, and, it is. And with that said, um, Javaris Landry is going to be the player I would focus on for the Cleveland Browns to score one, perhaps two touchdowns. The problem is the receiving room in Cincinnati is a lot better than this receiving room in Cleveland. I like uh, I like Hoopa to drive the boat Mm. and to score a touchdown in this game. Cleveland will score 20 points, 21 points. Are they going to get to 27? Are they going to get to 33 like my Jets? The answer is no. Joe Joe Mixon is a top five fantasy running back. You're going to start him. Jamar Chase, top five fantasy wide receiver. You're going to start him. I've been a big fan of T. Higgins. When T. Higgins, when T. Higgins, for the sake of Johnny Kilbasa's sanity, not this week. Mm. Okay, so I'm not starting T. Higgins. Just for you, Mr. Kilbasa. Thank you. And uh, the tight end, Mr. Uzma. Did you pick him up? He scored another touchdown last week. The Cincinnati Bengals need to win this game. Both these teams are coming off losses. 
Both these teams don't want to see the Ravens nor Pittsburgh climb the mountain. Cleveland's getting two and a half points. What are you doing, America? What are you doing? You're starting the guys we said. You're taking Cincinnati and you're giving the points because Cleveland's got some growing up to do, as Mr. Cabasa suggested earlier in this program. Starting the guys I, I spoke of. I'm supposed to, of course, starting Burrow. Sometimes I don't even mention these guys. You know to start it. Mr. Cabasa, yeah. take the knife out of your chest and no. tell me what is wrong with my thinking on the Cleveland Browns-Cincinnati Bengal game. Well, it sounds to me like the Bengals are ready to nosedive because they just lost to the Jets. Or the Jets are about ready to start a six-game winning streak. Wouldn't that be great if the Jets won six games in a row? That would change the entire fabric of the greater metropolitan area in a whole... Indeed, but did perhaps Cincinnati overlook the Jets looking forward to the Cleveland Browns this week? Maybe. So, ugh, nobody likes going to Cincinnati. No one likes playing in Cincinnati. Nobody likes Cincinnati's uniforms. Nobody wants Cincinnati to do well except the people of Cincinnati. And I would say they are fun, the fine people of Cincinnati, but I ain't going to say the fine people of Cincinnati. Jump in the fucking river, Cincinnati. Fuck you. Would you like, okay, to, make a wa- so would you like to make a wager on this, Mishy? I mean, how confident I are you in the get- Cincinnati Bengals, the Kentucky Bengals? I was wrong about him last week. I'm, I'm willing to stick my neck out one more time. And I'll tell you this. If we're going to make that wager, I'm starting T. Higgins as a touchdown maker this week. There you go. And I'm start, and I'm starting Dearness uh, Johnson as a touchdown maker. There you go. Um, I hope I hope that works out for both of us. Give me the Bengals. you got the Browns. And what do they call it in uh, western Kentucky over there? They call it Skyline Chili? Yep. I don't want that. No. No. Let's uh, let's just say a hundred dollars to our favorite charity on this game. Straight up, hundred dollars. Straight up. Yeah, straight cash money on this one. We don't want to mess around because there's nothing in Cincinnati worth betting on. <laughs> uh, Cheap ass spaghetti with the fucking chili on it. The only thing worth a damn is just you should just show up, go through the skyline um, drive-through, and say, "Just give me a pound of that cheese," because that's the only thing worth a damn. The chili, eh. The spaghetti is definitely not worth it, but the cheese is on the money. But hey, okay, that's all we got to know about the Battle of I-71, the Battle of Ohio versus Kentucky. Yeah. Where we going? Where we going next? Let's go down to the Big D because everybody likes a Big D. And they're going to be welcoming another Big D to town. So the Red Hot Dallas Cowboys welcoming in little brother, lukewarm Denver Broncos to town, Mishy. What is left of the Denver Broncos and what are we going to do with those goddamn Cowboys? There's just too much to take, Mishy. Let's talk about Broncos Cowboys for three minutes starting now. Let's talk about Mr. Kabasa, the upset special of the week. Right here, right now. The Denver Broncos at 500. Um, Teddy Bridgewater's healthy enough to play. Melvin Gordon is finding the end zone and not doing much. I'm starting him. Dante Williams, I'm starting him. I'm starting a healthy Jerry Drudy. And I am also also starting a healthy Cortland Sutton. There'll be no tight end action. As you know, your friend Noah Fant is now on the COVID list. Thank you the Denver the Broncos are scoring. The Denver Broncos are going to play kind of a game like the Jets played last week. 
They're going to score 33, 35, 38 points. And to me, the Cowboys have some questions. What the Cowboys do well when they're healthy is one thing. What they're going to do this week against the Denver defense that just got rid of a Von Miller, and they're going to be better off for it. Dak Prescott is still questionable. You went into that last game late at night. Dak is ready to go. No, it's the Cooper Rush show. What a game on Sunday night. Ezekiel Elliott, you got him. You're going to start him. Now, here comes the questions. Um, Amari Cooper still banged up. Caught the game winner last week, but still banged up. Um, CeeDee Lamb, he's still banged up. Dalton Schultz has come back to tight end mediocrity. And this is a game to me. Denver Broncos plus nine and a half. I'm taking the Broncos to win. And I'm putting some question marks on the Cowboys. You're going to start, Lamb, because you have to. You might lose this game. You got choices with Amari Cooper. Watch what happens around game time. I would not be surprised if the Denver Broncos win this game by six to ten points with a defensive touchdown thrown in. Upset special in Big D. That's what we're going to do with the Dallas Cowboys wow. in Week Nine, Mister Cabasa. All right, that sounds good to me. But the comments, uh, yeah, questions. I'm going to say that I'm going to take the Cowboys, and the loser has to run around the block in a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader's uh, outfit. No. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys on the money line for um, a 72-ounce ribeye. Oh, I'll take the ribeye. All right. I want the bri- I, w- I want some tips on the end, just, just as a side. And I want some baked beans and some coleslaw and all the beer I can drink. It's ribeye. And I want to go to South Dallas for this. i got a place in mind. There you go, Michi. That's all we need to know about the horses versus the Caballeros. I hope you had your crayons out, everybody. Yep. Speaking of Texas teams. All right. Let's go on down the road to Miami. Yep. Oh, poor Miami. They are now looking up at the Jets. And they're welcoming an equally crappy team to town with the Houston Oilers. <laughs> Here's a game nobody cares about, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say not that much action going on here, but Michi, let's talk Dolphins-Texans for three minutes at the most. <laughs> Start now. Mr. Cab- it's a bye week, Mr. Cabasa. There are There is need. The Texans are getting, getting six and a half points in this game. We'll start there. Um, Tyrod Taylor, if he plays, okay, we don't know. Davis Mills, you've been nice, and this is a good team to play uh, against. David Johnson, you picked him up last week for the sake of argument. David Johnson, uh uh-huh. He was a zero, no hero whatsoever. Rex Burkhead stole all the thunder. You're not starting him. Brandon Cooks has been uh, back to playing good fantasy football for me. And he is the only guy I may or may not start this week in Miami. If we are in the 305, there is no chance that we're going near this stadium. We're staying on the beach and we are, you know what? We might not even be drinking cocktails. We might just be frolicking and having fun in the Atlantic Ocean because it's going to be perfect on Sunday. 
Tua, we hardly knew you. Oh my goodness, I uh, I put the hex on him last week, Mr. Kilbasa, thinking he'd score more points than Josh Allen. Uh, Devontae Parker allegedly coming back. Jalen Waddle, they kind of got a book on him. The um, Texans don't have the defense to stop that, though. Jalen Waddle is a player. Tua is a two-touchdown maker. And my most embarrassing moment, America, on the fantasy football ferocity happened last week. And can I tell you about it, Mr. Kibasa? Sure. I said, I said, America, there's a man named Preston Williams. You all forgot about him. He's been gone, he's been gone, but he's healthy again. Well, he did something to piss the coach off. And coach said, I'm glad you're healthy, but for dis- disciplinary reasons, we're not going to address you. And I was so wrong last week. Stick with the usual suspects. Take to a Gaskin is a touchdown maker in this game. Waddell will reward you. You need a tight end. You got Mike Kosicki. Throw a dart. You might find some. The kicker, Jason Sanders, is a double-digit player. Give me Miami to win the game. And the Texans, just to have Brandon Cooks put up a nice stat line and score about 17 points. That's all I know. Fantasy Football 101. Tyrod Taylor, welcome back. If if he's back. If he's back. Now, you have a guy named – if you have uh, trouble at quarterback, that's not your answer. But where are we going next? No, Mr. that's Kibasa? not. Get that's, me out of the 305. And if you do have problem, if you're if you, the answer to your question is Tyrod Taylor, you are asking the wrong question. Is, you are uh, definitely – there's no question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get the hell out of there and go back around – to an NFC South battle. My new guy, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, getting in the bus and heading across I-20 on down to I-10 to take on a team coming off a big win. The New Orleans Saints. Miss you. Let's talk about Falcon Saints for three minutes. Starting. Well, as you know, America, I was at the uh, New Orleans Saints game last week for Halloween and Tom Brady, uh, you know, leading the fantasy quarterbacks in points and losing the game. What a perfect combination, right? If you're a Saints fan and you had Tom Brady on your fantasy team. The uh, the Superdome was rocking, Mr. Kilbasa. Rocking. By far the loudest indoor sporting event I've ever been to. And... Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. The best costumes uh, at the Superdome were not was not the priest with the assless chaps. No, you? the best costume was the multiple blind referees. So America, I'm rolling out. I get out of my Uber and I'm rolling out towards the stadium and I join the population. And there's a blind referee and I start discussing things with the blind referee and he's laying out the facts. And we have to cross the street from the right side to the left side to get into the Superdome. I said, blind referee, go stop traffic right now. And there's traffic going both ways. And he just starts walking in the middle of the street with his cane going back and forth. And we're behind him. We're howling. We're howling. We're having a good time, good time. Letting him walk alone. Traffic stopped. We go into the game. It was fantastic. If I was in New Orleans this weekend, I would enjoy going to this game even more. The Atlanta Falcons have problems I can't describe to you. The New Orleans Saints also have problems, but for the sake of fantasy football, let's start with the Falcons. 
Uh, Mike Davis not an answer. Cordell Patterson, you drafted him. He's the revelation. You got him. You're gonna start him. Um, Russell Gage is hurt. Calvin Ridley is MIA, and I am not gonna hammer the young man. But if you drafted Calvin Ridley for fantasy football as your WR one, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know if you should cut him yet. I don't know if you should keep him. I don't know if you should send him like a digital Hallmark card. There's no word on him. And it's kind of, it's disturbing. Kyle Pitts is a must start. The kicker is a good play in this game just because they're going to move the ball um, with Mr. Pitts and Mr. Patterson, but they're not going to do a lot. The Falcons are under, under the gun against the New Orleans Saints. Loudest place I've seen. Sure, they can do the silent count, but that stadium in New Orleans is going to be rocking. There's questions, though. Um, Tyson Hill's coming off concussion protocol. Is it him or Trevor Simeon warming up? Mr. Cabasa, I'm sitting there watching warm-ups, and Jameis Winston was the only guy warming up for half of the warm-ups. The backup does portions of the second half of the of the passing drills. I can't see Trevor Simeon being, uh, excuse me, I can't see Taysom Hill being a starter this week, and I could be wrong. Alvin Kamara is a must-start. Mark Ingram is back home. He read the Who Dat chant before the game. The place was going nuts. Fantastic ball game. I was What's so the glad Houdat to be there. Chant? They just, he just starts jumping up and down, and they start singing a song in New Orleans languages I don't understand, and it ends with, who dat, who dat? It's That's fantastic. Awesome. Welcome home. It was great, and it was Mark Ingram, and he played. Mark Ingram is a name that you might want to keep on your radar to say, hey, I got Derrick Henry problems and nothing is happening. He might become a touchdown maker. I'm putting Kamara, I'm putting the Ingram as touchdown makers. This is going to be a game of ground chuck and throwing the football is going to be at a premium. I'm only guy I'm trusting is the tight end uh, for the Falcons and Cordillo Patterson and Alvin Kamara. Mark Ingram on a flyer. If you're in trouble, I'm taking an under. If I have to look at the over under, it's not going to be much in this game. Let's see if I can't find it. The over under is only 41. So the guys in the in the desert know this is going to be a ground chuck game. Take advantage of it in your fantasy football teams. You got defense uh, for the Saints. You might want to start them. You might get uh, two double digit points with the Houdat Saints. Houdat. And for the Falcons, for the Falcons, it's Mister Pitts, it's Mister uh, Patterson, and for Mister Kilbasa, he's hoping that uh, Matt Ryan throws two, two, two plus touchdowns keeps the Falcons in this game, but. Um, um, fantasy football love, not a lot, not a lot. It's it's to be found elsewhere. And elsewhere we go, (laughs) up to the swamps of Jersey, where those two and six New York G-men are two and six, I believe, for the sixth year in a row or something like that, which is pretty funny. Um, That's true. That's really funny. And, hey, say what you want about Vegas. They're still high atop the AFC West. Can you believe that? They're like they're they're gonna sneak out of there with the, the belt like a heel champion like Ric Flair doing something dirty. But Michigan, let's talk about Raiders Giants for three minutes. It used to be Oakland to New York was a long trip. Vegas to New York, they're already there. 
The Raiders, all right, America, I'm going to say it. Y'all know what happened to Henry Ruggs this week. Awful. There's, this is, this is going to come out wrong. I'm just going to say it anyway. Edwards and Renfro now become completely valuable fantasy football options for what happened to Mr. Ruggs. Let's just keep it on fantasy football. And Edwards is the guy who's interesting to me um, because he's going to see touches. Renfro is already seeing the ball a lot. He's going to see it more. Um, Our friend Darren Waller needs to be healthy, needs to catch three, four, five more passes. And he is my must-start number one tight end this week. Waller is going to respond, as we used to say as as kids, like Cocoa Pebbles in a bowl with milk. It's going to be perfect. And Waller is a must-start. The running back over for the Raiders, uh, who's the kid they they have his running back coming back healthy this week, Mr. Mr. Cabasa? Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. He becomes a must-start. Um, again, I'm paying attention to Edwards and Renfro. Waller's the man. Jacobs is a must start. Derek Carr is going to tear up, tear it up. 285 to 325 yards, two or three, possibly four touchdowns. For the New York football giant, Shaquan Barkley failed a COVID test today. He hasn't played in four weeks. Don't worry about it. You drafted him just to be your number one guy. Son of a bitch. Uh, Devontae, Devontae Booker had a great game, and he helped your fantasy uh, team win this last week. Against the uh, Raiders, who cut Devontae Booker about four years ago, he's going to be a nothing, a zero. Thank you very much. Galladay, you drafted him. He still hasn't played. Sterling Shepard's probably not going to play. The rookie Tony's not going to play. That leaves the only healthy body in town is Darius Slate. America, raise your hand. You're going to pick up and start Darius Slayton. I'm not starting Daniel Jones. I'm not starting Evan Ingram. I'm looking for the Raiders to stay in first place to somehow one more time this year. No, really, for the first time, something very serious happened. And they're going to they're going to play a game good enough to be great and destroy the Giants at home. Take the Raiders, give the points, do whatever you want to do. Um, just don't wear a Chucky shirt or a rug shirt. And Raider Nation, first place, kids. Congratulations. Halfway oh. through the year. How about that? There you go. Everything you need to know and more about Vegas, New York Giants. I think America likes it when the Giants are relevant, but they're not relevant yet. Let's hope they will be sooner rather than later. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Back across flyover country to Carolina those damn Panthers and the Sam Darnold 2.0 experiments hanging by a thread meanwhile the hoodie is just coaching his way to an average team if if the New England Patriots (laughs) win a Super Bowl this year it'll be the ultimate smack back clap back to the goat in Tampa Bay but for now the Patriots have to play the Carolina Panthers, and I don't give a damn about this game at all. But, Michi, I'm sure there's something in there for us to find. What do you think? Oh, fantasy football-wise, Sam Darnold's banged up. P.J. Walker very well could be your quarterback. Fantasy football-wise, Christian McCaffrey, remember him? Eligible to start practice. Watch how that goes. 
And if, if it goes well for him, history says no, by the way. If it goes well for him, we'll be seeing him in the next two weeks, which means Chubba Hubbard. Yeah, my man. Chubba Hubbard, touchdown maker this week. Get Why? Because you can, it's, what, Chubba. it's what Chubba does. And DJ Moore's banged up. Robbie Anderson is just an enigma with a player profile picture with the best haircut I've ever seen. Terrence Marshall is coming back from a concussion you don't know. The Panthers got more injuries, and I'm giving them credit. I'm giving them some credit for staying near 500. The Miami, excuse me, the New England Patriots are at 500. They have a really solid Mac Jones rookie quarterback. Um, Damian Harris has decided to stay healthy. Top five fantasy, top 10 fantasy running back in this game, touchdown maker. Um, Hunter Henry's a touchdown maker in this game. Um, um, who are you liking, Aguilar or Jacoby and Myers to be the third touchdown maker for the Patriots against the Carolina Panthers? Aguilar, Aguilar. All right. I'm starting the New England Patriot defense. I'm looking for a defensive touchdown, especially if the number two quarterback plays. Normally, you would say, especially if Sam Darnold plays. In either case, um, a highest recommendation on New England Patriots to be a top three defense this week. You're not going to find them. Just hope you're not playing against them. And Nick Folk is a question mark. If he's your uh, starting kicker, um, double check as the week goes on. And there might not be, be many options, but Nick Folk might not play. Take the uh, Patriots, give whatever the point spread is, um, especially considering that defensive touchdown I'm talking about. And this game, I'll tell you what, Mr. Kilbasa, take the under and get me out of Carolina 20 seconds early. What do you say? <laughs> That's right. Hey, Bill. Everybody in America dropped the quarterback of one of these teams. And everybody in America is hoping for the other team to come back around. And that's how it goes in the AFC or the NFC. No matter what, nobody is untouchable right now except the Cardinals. And we're not going to be talking about the Cardinals yet because we're going to be talking about... Oh, hey, remember Urban Meyer? Nobody's talking about him anymore. It's funny how those things only last like a week or two. But anyway, Michi, let's talk about... Your Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah, with uh, they have ugly uniforms, and they're welcoming in another team with ugly uniforms, the Beefalo Bulls, Mishy. Let's talk Bulls Jaguars for three minutes, starting now. Fashion Police on the Sausage on Radio Network. Holy cow! Why aren't we talking about Urban Meyer and his uh, pretty crappy football team? I don't know. I don't know. They uh, gave him some help for uh, some extracurriculars, but his football team is not showing growth nor improvement. And they got, you know, what they what they expected. They want the number one pick again. What can I tell you? They're not going to get it. But they host the Buffalo Bills and a team on a mission. And I was looking for the lowly Miami Dolphins to play Buffalo competitively for 60 minutes, not 30 in this game, Jacksonville's not going to be competitive for 30 minutes. Buffalo's going to kill him, Mr. Gabasa. Consequently, Josh Allen must start. Stefan Diggs, what's the matter with Stefan Diggs, your number one pick? I don't know. But it's a get-right week. Touchdown maker. 
Last week, I called for Emmanuel Sanders to be great. He had four passes, no receptions, zero, zero, zero. Apologies to everyone. Apologies to everyone. Um, He's in play. Um, Cole Beasley is is questionable, but in the PPR things that no one really likes, he's a very solid play this week. And tight end Tommy Sweeney. Tommy. Tommy will play. Because I don't think Dawson Knox is going to be eligible to play this week. I could be wrong. Please check it. You're starting the place kicker as well, Mr. Bass. And for Jacksonville, you've got nothing but problems. you got, you know, Detroit, Seattle, Tom Brady, or Washington quarterback on your team. i got to ask you why. But Trevor Lawrence is about as bad as everyone on those teams not named Brady. Um, I'm not starting him. James Robinson, just one of my favorite players, but he's banged up. If he's on your team, you got a Derrick Henry problem, you got a bye week problem, okay, good enough. Um, You're going to check to make sure he's playing. Marvin Jones, inconsistent due to quarterback and coaching uh, play calling. LaVisca Chenault disappeared. Yeah, where is he at? We talked about him a lot early on. Jamal Agnew is now a third wide receiver, and who heard of him before the draft? Well, Amishi's telling you right now, Jamal Agnew's going to probably catch as many balls as anyone on this team. Buffalo could shut out Jacksonville this weekend. They will not. They'll give up three points. They'll give up ten points, something small. But this is a blowout, uh, blowout, blowout. If you got Jacksonville players, check their health. Um you got Buffalo players. Start them with peace of mind um, and look forward to great fantasy football production. This game, the Buffalo Nation is going to be invading Jacksonville. They'll be going to the game. They'll be going to the beach. They'll be spending a lot of money, causing a little bit of ruckus. And Jacksonville fans will have nothing to say to them except, holy shit, you kicked our ass. <laughs> Get me out of Jacksonville. Perfect three minutes from Michelle right there, bringing it up and getting it in and getting it out. And that's fine, man, because it's not that far from Jacksonville to Baltimore, right up I-90 for 12, 15, 17, four hours. I don't know how much it is, but I can't stand the Ravens. And no matter what you do, they're always up there at the top of the standings. God damn it. Ah. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, everybody loves to write off Minnehaha, but they say no. We're going to hang around and just piss everybody off as much as we can on our way to yet another mediocre season. But that's what they do in Minneapolis because it's the land of mediocrity. (laughs) Three and four sitting in second place. Not too bad, except Green Bay's seven and one, so that's kind of bad. But seven and one with a downward arrow next to it. Here we go, Mishy. Uh, I think this might be a squash match, but a lot of people don't. Baltimore, Minnesota. Let's talk about it for three minutes. The uh, Minnesota Vikings had a case of Kirk Cousins in prime time. America, you've heard any talking heads. Each of us know that that uh, Kirk Cousins is not the guy. Did I just call myself a talking head, Mr. Cabasa? Um, Kirk Cousins is not the guy in primetime. 
Kirk Cousins have a really good game this week. I agree with you that this is going to be a high-scoring football game with a lot of fantasy football potential. Um, you got Tom Brady and Kirk Cousins. Like Kirk Cousins killed you last week, but Tom Brady is on a bye. Start Kirk Cousins to be a 20-plus point scorer. Dalvin Cook must find the end zone. Must start. Must be the best guy on the field. And I'm saying on the road, the Vikings are going to find that in Delvin Cook. Touchdowns from both Jefferson and Thielen is going to keep the Minnesota Vikings right in this game. Um, Adam hooked on much- to Thielen. Yeah, how about that? And for your Baltimore Adam, Raiders. Adam, I can't fight this Thielen any longer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do for Justin Jefferson? Adam, feeling <laughs> all right. Oof. Adam, feeling that way. <laughs> feeling that way. Hey, that was a uh, Journey song, was it not? It Maybe their best Journey song, and it's not. A, and Steve Perry doesn't sing it. It's the other dude. Well, Steve Perry jumps in. That, that, yeah, that sorry. Was what yeah. Was, Standing in the was, light. I'll tell you what, in 1978, we didn't hear that very much. It could have been 77. That might be their best song. I mean, it's. But we didn't hear that style of delivery very much. And it was an interesting song on FM radio. Look it up, America. Lamar Jackson is a player with 12 total touchdowns. Tom Brady has thrown 25 touchdowns and run one in. Wow. I'm looking for Lamar Jackson to be either the best player in pro football in the second half of the year or my fantasy football season is over with. Mm. Um, The running backs, you don't know what you got. You're not starting any of them. Um, Marquise Brown is catching the ball, and he's a starter. Sammy Watkins is hurt. He was never a starter. Um, My pickup and rookie to watch is Rashad Bateman. I picked him up um, after the bye week, um, dropped him for the bye week, and I'm putting him in my starting lineup. I got Bateman as a touchdown maker, Marquise Brown as a touchdown maker, and Mark Andrews as my favorite tight end in football to stay healthy, 80 yards and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson's throwing three. Lamar Jackson is running for two. The Ravens are going to win a super high-scoring game. Give me some crab cakes. Play the players I spoke about. Enjoy a high-scoring football game because there's not going to be a lot of them this week. And get me the heck out of Baltimore. All right, Mishy, I'm going to take the upset for those said crab cakes. I'm going to take Minnesota for a crab cake dinner. Um, with a, for six, a crab cake dinner for six, with a um a five gallon bucket of melted butter to drip my dip my stuff in. You can have that. Would you like some coleslaw or uh, well, some corn on got the cob? Coleslaw from the other uh, meal that I'm taking from. Oh, so then we'll get the corn. We'll get the corn other? then. I don't like corn either. How about I want the fried green beans. Can I tell you a story, Mr. Cabasa, while we're getting in the, in the car with the vehicle, with, with it smelling so good with all sure. this food? My grandmother made those style green beans better than anyone. 
and I have the recipe. Where are we going next, Mr. Well, they, like that was uh, they, they've been all the rage in the bars and the restaurants the last couple of years, let, let alone we didn't know that your grandma was making them a long time ago. That's good to know. I walked into a uh, I walked into a gas station in Louisiana while I was there and they had a candy display. It was Halloween and there was a candy called who's is who's it what's that or something what, what was the name of it who you what call it what call yeah candy and it said this was this was named yeah what call it that's it and uh and it says a little blurb a little cartoon blurb but Lorraine named this and I picked one of these up I went to the cashier who had three teeth in their fucking mouth and I said this is a what call it and they go yeah it's really good and I said it says Lorraine named this he goes yeah Lorraine named it and I said, my grandmother was saying this when I when I was born. Hey, it's a whatchamacallit. And if you question grandma when she said it's a whatchamacallit, she would look at you funny and say, you knew what I meant. She'd take that um, 12-inch ruler out of the drawer and smack you right across the teeth with it. And that's what yeah, they're the doing. Yeah, the it. same one she made them green beans with. Yeah. Now, where are we going next? Yeah, where are we going next, Mishy? We're going to your favorite city in America. Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. oh, I just really, for some reason, I just don't like talking about Philadelphia. But I do like talking about the L.A. Chargers. Whatever's going on with them, they're coming back down to earth. Michigan. Let's talk Chargers, Eagles, for three minutes starting now. The uh, Los Angeles Chargers were awful off their bye week. Austin Eckler was the only player. Between uh, you and I last week, uh, I was going with Eckler. You were saying the wide receivers. Well, the wide receivers, aside from Keenan Allen, did nothing. Eckler had a great game. Herbert lost the game against the Patriots with a late turnover. That won't happen again. Um, they're going to have to travel to Philadelphia, land of the land of the confused and home of the strange. The um, San Diego is going to have to play a great game. Philadelphia's defense is good. Am I starting Justin Herbert? Shit, I got Tom Brady on the bye. Damn right I am. Um, am I starting Eckler? Yes, I am. I'm checking the health on Williams all week long. Keenan Allen, you got to start him. It's really simple. Um, but check the health of Mike Williams. Philadelphia, I've been extolling the virtues of Jalen Hurts. And, man, the kid can play football. Um, Devontae Smith, uh, I said last week that he's a touchdown maker. He dropped everything. Jalen Rager, I said last week he was a touchdown maker. Did nothing. What did they do, the Eagles, to crush the Detroit Lions? They played defense, and they ran the ball. Boston Scott found the end zone. Gainwell played, but Jordan Howard found the end zone. No one started these guys in fantasy football. Jalen Hurt is still the one man to start. You need a tight end. You're putting in Goddard, but I don't know why. And I'm tossing a coin up in the air. Who's catching the touchdowns or making touchdowns aside from the quarterback? The running backs this week? Or the wide receivers, none of the above, Mr. Kabasa. Mm. I'm asking you. Uh, I'm going to say the running backs are going to take take it, and uh, uh, they're going to do. Philadelphia's growing up a little bit, huh? Yeah. So you tell? Are you telling me? You know, we haven't heard a defensive touchdown yet. Are you telling me that the Chargers are going to do a defensive touchdown in this game? No, no, absolutely not. There was a couple of them earlier. I was looking at Mr. Kabasa, but. The um, not in this game. This is going to be uh, November in Philadelphia. San Diego is going to be in for a little brisk weather, and uh, Philadelphia is in this game to win it. I wouldn't be surprised if 
Um, history repeats, and the San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers find another way to lose games they're supposed to win in another season called 2021. Mm. They have a history of it, and uh, this is not a good game for them. The Eagles are getting points at home. I would take the points. The over-under is 50, so these touchdown makers that we spoke about, start them with confidence. Enjoy the fantasy football game. Get me the heck out of Philadelphia, one of the nasty, nasty places in 2021 (laughs) you ever want to not visit. Fine with me. Speaking of another place I don't want to visit, Kansas City. (laughs) Four and four, can you believe it? They're playing football like mortals. I don't believe it because they're probably better than that. But have they finally cracked the code of just sitting back in his zone and letting... Patrick Mahomes pick you apart little by little. I don't know if death by a thousand cuts as opposed to death by a bunch of big cuts. They still got Tyreek Hill, whatever you want to say about that. And oh, God damn it, Aaron Rodgers. Are you vaccinated or not? If you're not, you're dope. But the, you're seven and one, and you won seven in a row. So does it really matter if uh, maybe the um, Jordan Love comes in and gets uh, gets a little taste of the medicine? Who knows? Michigan Packers, Chiefs, four twenty-five Eastern. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. Three minutes starting now. Okay. Um, this game was supposed to be the game of the year. Right now, this is the game where everyone agrees with Michigan that Aaron Rodgers is just, uh, you know, he's in his own place. He's just a very special human being. Um, what about you, A-Rod? Do you have COVID? You weren't vaccinated. Now you need to wait 10 days. Early in the season, you said to uh, the reporters, yeah, I got my stuff. They accepted that because they're fucking professional journalists. No, he said he was immunized. He didn't say he was vaccinated. All right, very good. And the professional journalists who have to suck up to this guy didn't ask a second question. You know, give me the drama all summer. I'm going to play. I'm not going to play. I'm going to be on Jeopardy. Well, here's the big Jeopardy question. Aaron Rodgers, if you got COVID and you got it bad, how many weeks before you play again? Aaron Rodgers, if you got COVID and you got COVID bad, are you going to play before Russell Wilson comes back? Oh, Green Bay Packers, what the hell is wrong with you? Oh, my goodness. Aaron Jones is a must-start. Jordan Love, you're not starting him. Devontae Adams, still on the COVID list. We're going to be seeing this, okay? We're going to be seeing more of this. Um, Alan Lazard's coming back. Randall Cobb caught like 15 yards of passes and two, two, two touchdowns last week. America, Mr. Kielbasa told you exactly that. Here on the Sausage Hut Fantasy Football Ferocity, the best outright prognostication of the year. Keep your crayons out, people. They're <laughs> not going to do anything. The Green Bay Packers aren't going to do anything. You spoke about the Kansas City Chiefs being mortals. Um, I've been talking about them playing with fire. Six of this, six of that. Edwards Clyde Hilaire is allegedly coming off the IR. You got him on your, if, if, if he comes off the IR, you got to take him off the IR, drop a guy from your active roster, and put him on your active roster right away. No fooling around. Don't let your commissioner come to you and say, hey, do this. Do it yourself. If he plays, you're going to start him this week? The answer is no. 
You start Mahomes because you have to. Mahomes was completely average again last week, less than 20, 20 fantasy football points. Tariq Hill lit it up. He was fantastic. Travis Kelsey is, you see, I'm questioning what the heck is wrong with him because he's not playing like uh, the tight end one that we've come to expect. You're going to have to start him. The kicker, Butker, um, I'm saying, Mr. Butker, you're not scoring enough points. Enigmatic of what the Chiefs have been doing all year um, is their kicker just being 15th in the league. Amazing to me. It doesn't matter. The Packers um, can circle all the wagons they want. Chiefs are going to win this game. And um, even if Aaron Rodgers was playing, um, point spread went to seven and a half points from, I think, two and a half, maybe three. Um, No matter. I'm not touching the points. Give me the Chiefs to win. The over-under of 47, I'm going to go out on a limb and say under. And for all of us who drafted Patrick Mahomes with dreams of uh, Dan Marino one more time, we don't have that. But it's going to be enough this week. Uh, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me the heck out of Kansas City, please. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me good love every night, and get me out to San Francesco. Oh yeah, land of the free and home of the brave. Land of the free and home of the Niners and the Bay Area. Oh, what are they looking to do? Three and four. Everybody wants to give up on them, but they're on the verge. And oh no, here come the Cardinals, pissed off. The pissed off Cardinals. San Francisco, man, looking up at two seven and one teams out there in the NFC West, Michigan. Let's talk about Cards Niners for three minutes. Starting up. Well, after this week, uh, after this week, Mister Cabasa, the Cardinals will be two loss team. The Arizona Cardinals and uh, Kyler Murray, you've ridden him to some really great wins in fantasy football. America, I don't care what anyone else tells you, Kyle, Kyle Murray is not playing this weekend. See, here and now, he, the nature of his ankle injury says, don't play pro football for a couple of weeks. Just, just he's got an inside, there's a name for it, but inside ankle um, strain and it's bad. And Chase Edmonds is hurt. DeAndre Hopkins is hurt. A.J. Green made the COVID list today. That leaves Colt McCoy, James Conner, Christian Kirk, and Zach Ertz. And that could be enough to beat the 49ers. This is going to be an under game. But uh, I'm starting Conner. I'm not starting Cook. Uh, If I have to, I'm starting Zach Ertz. And no way in the free world am I starting Colt McCoy in fantasy football. Because, again, Mr. Murray's not playing. Um, Can't believe Colt McCoy's still in the NFL. If I'm wrong, write to me. If I'm wrong, curse me out. And whatever. I don't care. That's just what's going to happen. San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, saved some bacon. They got lucky last week. Elijah Mitchell, another touchdown makeup. He's questionable because he has a set of ribs. Pay attention to it. It's a bye week. You got to start him. Devo Samuel, absolutely spectacular last week. Holy cow. Did not find the end zone. Should have found the end zone. Um, I'm starting him basically over anybody. And um, in this game, the 49ers are going to have enough with Mitchell and Samuel being healthy enough 
to uh, beat the Cardinals, to beat them by seven. Ooh, I'm going to say seven points. Uh, they're getting a point in this game, so they're a good, uh, you know, they're a good play. Take them to win. Take the Cardinals to come back to earth and try and get healthy. But for the next week or two, um, the Cardinals are going to have some injury problems. And I just hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is fantasy football. we got to win some games. I like seeing I, – I want San Francisco to be – Four and four, and I want the Cardinals to be seven and two. So there you go. That's all going. That's going to work out for all of us, Mishy. All right, there you go. There you go, and that's all we need to know because we're not very excited about that game because we're going to the Sunday nighter. Uh oh, oh, Mishy, how you wishy that your running back was still in the play, but he's not a man among boys now. He's just another check mark on the injury report as they head into a big Sunday night game against a team that does not care who you're playing or what you can do. The LA Rams are hell bent on taking it all in the home stadium in the Super Bowl this year, Michi. Let's talk Titans Rams on the Sunday nighter. Okay, America, I haven't been excited enough on this program. I'm about to get really excited. Are you ready? Mr. Jabal. I hope so. All right, here we go. Did you ha- did you happen to find Ryan Tannehill on your waiver wire? Did you pick him up? Please say yes. Can you still swing a trade for Ryan Tannehill, America? Because you have crappy quarterbacks. All day. Please say yes. Yeah. You will try. The Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry's out. Done. I want to say this. On the outside, Derrick Henry will play or be eligible to play for your fantasy football championship game round 17, week 17. Okay. So don't cut him. There's every chance he comes back and uh, scores a touchdown that wins you a fantasy championship in about two months' time. Ryan Tannehill from here to there is going to be a top three fantasy quarterback. He's done it before. He'll do it again. A.J. Brown is back to being the great A.J. Brown. Julio Jones is on a free agent uh, list because he's hurt all the time. I picked him up today to stash him because Ryan Tannehill is going to become a different quarterback. Mm. Jeremy McNichols is now your starting running back. Thank you, Adrian Peterson. And thank you, when you play, When you play, I'm going to start you for one week because you're going to have a great game and then you're going to be toast. Otherwise, Jeremy McNichols is a must-start. For you PPR people, he's going to be just tremendous. Um, I look for the Titans to be highly competitive in this game. They got an over-under of the highest of the week, 53 points in this game. Mm. And I'm telling you, McNichols is a touchdown maker. A.J. Brown is a touchdown maker. Julio, we don't know if you're playing, but Ryan Tannehill will be fantastic in this game and a must-start, 300 yards, Two-plus in the air, perhaps two on the ground. Do the math, everybody. That's a number one, two, three fantasy quarterback. This is going to be a great game. The Rams think they're going to get something easy. They ain't going to get something easy this week. Um, Matt Stafford is a a must-start. Daryl Henderson will not be the guy this week. Sonny Mitchell will not be the guy this week. They're barely going to be able to run the ball. I'd be very hesitant Although, hey, I got Henderson. He scored a touchdown again, blah, blah, blah. Not this week. Cooper Cup is a fantasy Hall of Famer right now. Robert Woods is questionable, America. 
touchdown maker last week on three receptions. Check his status. And as you know, your favorite man, Deshaun Jackson, was cut, C-U-T, and that leaves Van Jefferson as the number three. If there's something wrong with Robert Woods, and even if there isn't, Van Jefferson should be a wide receiver you should be looking for. Tyler Higby's a must-play. Give me the over. Give me both quarterbacks to have great games. Give me Tannehill to outpoint Stafford in fantasy football points. Give me A.J. Brown to outpoint Cooper Cup. In, oh, man, I'm excited. In fantasy points. And uh, give me the Titans to shock the world on Sunday night and beat the Rams. There you go. Bum, 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 bum. I got excited for that one, Mr. Kibasa. America, let's have some fun on Sunday night. Let's do it. Let's get all our fun in on Sunday night because Monday night's a game that nobody <laughs> wants to watch, Mishy. We're kind of ending on a thud, but what the hell? It's still Monday night, and all the spotlights will be on. We know Big Ben likes to play on Monday night. Oh, not giving up on him, and you're not giving up on Justin Fields. Oh, Mishy, the Monday nighter. Fine if you want. The Chicago Bears and the Pittsburgh Steelers, Michi. One more game in week nine, and it's in the books. America, we're going to cover this Monday night game, and then i got a few words on the bye with teams, just because. Uh, America, you hated on Justin Fields, ran for 100 yards last week. How about that? Won you a fantasy football game if you had the guts to play him. How about that? Huh. Khalil Herbert did not find the end zone had a good game. Allen Robinson, where have you gone? Allen Robinson, you're still missing in action. In this particular game, I'm liking Daryl Mooney one more time. Mr. Mooney is going to find the end zone, and Fields is going to t- throw him a touchdown. The Bears are going to be competitive in this game for a couple of reasons. The over-under of 40 is an easy over in my eyes. Touchdown makers from Herbert, touchdown makers from Mooney, and perhaps Allen Robinson. Justin Fields going to score a touchdown. Is he scoring 27 fantasy points this week, Mr. Cabasa? No. He's going to be competitive to keep the Bears in this game. <laughs> Mr. Mooney is a touchdown maker. The Bears are going to be in it to win it because the Steelers ain't that good. They beat your Brownies last week. So sad, too bad. In, in Pittsburgh. The only starting player I'm loving is, is of course, the uh, running back, Najee Harris. You got him. You got to start him. Who's healthy at wide receiver? And who's Big Ben going to throw a touchdown pass to? For a dollar, give me the tight end. Uh, I'm going to call him Pat. I can't pronounce that last name. It's Friar Moof. Oh, my gosh. More letters than, than uh, America's commissioner. Schmoof. And... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking there's going to be some points scored in this ball game. So give me Najee Harris to run two in. I'm I'm going to take less Claypool to be a touchdown maker bam, with bam, the tight bam, end. Bam, bam, bam. Jerry was a race car driver. Plus so points. Goddamn frat. And that's the over. Um, if you say that I like the Bears plus six and a half, I say you got a good shot at making some money in this game. That's Monday Night Football. There'll be no Peyton and no Eli this week. In Washington, the news is no news. In Tampa, they lost last week again. They played dirty. They're also on a bye. No Tom Brady. Um, A.B. Brown is still banged up. Pay attention to it. 
The big news to me, Mr. Cavasa, for the bye teams is the Seattle Seahawks. Coach Carroll made a comment on Monday that Russell Wilson, who had the pin taken out of his uh, finger, will not be able to do any throwing for at least a few days and then be evaluated. Later on that day, Russell Wilson is on his exercise equipment throwing footballs. He wanted to thank his prayer. He wanted to thank his commitment. And he thanked his coaching team for getting him this far. And every injured player in the National Football League should pay the people Russell or people like the people Russell Wilson pays to keep them healthy. Russell Wilson's coming back in two weeks, people. Unbelievable. Coach didn't even know about it. One more thing the coach didn't know about in Seattle. Chris Carson is getting ready to come back. Um, he said he'll be ready to play in, in week 10. On the Monday press conference, <laughs> coach out there in Seattle said, oh, we don't know when Chris is going to play. It could be weeks. It could be not at all. Coach has no clue in Seattle. And I'm adding him to my coach's list of guys who will be replaced because he's acting like a very old man. And in Detroit on a bye week, so sad, too bad, 0 for 17. Did you listen to me last week and put the bet in that they will go winless this year? That is nine in the National Football League, Mr. Cabasa. Wow. And boy, it's going to be a little slow, but it, it, it ended great. Wow. About that. That's a great, uh, great week. Week nine, and I, as, as it's calling across, across the crawler right now, saying Kyler Murray should be good to go Sunday. Hmm. I don't care. It's a big pile of I don't shit care. right there. Big pile of shit doesn't mean anything. The nature of his, his injury is something to be very concerned with. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I would rather protect this kid sitting at seven and one. If it takes two and a half weeks of Colt McCoy for his foot to get better so we can make a playoff run, I could give a damn about your fantasy football team. I want to win a Super Bowl. There you go. Because that's how they. Because that's how they think. <laughs> Missy, take him home. <sighs> America, enjoy the pro game. Enjoy your fantasy team. Enjoy your fantasy league. If you don't have a good enough league, you contact Missy on the beach. We'll get a better one for you. If you don't have one, you can see Johnny Cabasa. Johnny Cabasa rocks. And where else, Mr. Cabasa? Everywhere else, bro. Right on. Welcome to November. I still run the air conditioner in my house, America. Stay warm. Enjoy the football. Happy scouting. Mr. Cabasa, thank you. There you go, America's Commissioner, laying it down for you. That's everything you need to know to win all your fantasy games. That's all we're going to tell you this week, and that's all you need to hear. You don't need to waste your time with those other bozos trying to tell you who to start and who to do. Did they tell you to... Uh, pick up Jordan Love. We didn't because we know better than that. Come on now. Week nine coming at you hard and strong. It's not the best matchups in football, but it's going to be fun regardless. And go out there and enjoy yourself and take a bunch of vitamin C because everybody's getting sick. Party your ass off and drink a lot of hard liquor this weekend. America, we'll see you next week, if not beforehand, on Fantasy Football Ferocity. Go subscribe to the Podcast and all the other stuff going on there. See you next week, everybody.